Well, all right, it is summer, finally. The warm weather has returned. So, you know what that means. It's summer, it's warm, it's time to go to the beach. I love going to the beach. I mean the salty air, the sound of the water rushing in, the sun glistening on the water. It really makes you feel so peaceful and appreciative of nature. Of course, you have the feel of the soft sand in between your toes, although sometimes the sand is like way too hot. But you know, you you understand what I'm talking about. The sand is nice. It's squishy. It's in between your toes. It makes you feel, you know, relaxed. People are laughing. They're having a good time. Everybody's happy. And one thing I noticed about being on the beach is it seems like your food just tastes extra good. I just don't understand what that's about, but whatever it is, you know, even if it's tuna fish, although I wouldn't really recommend anything with mayo, but cold cuts, whatever you've got, you know, fruit, it just tastes so delicious when you're eating on the beach. I don't know, maybe it's that, that air, you know, that ocean air coming in that just, just makes everything taste great. The thing is that even though being down at the shore can be wonderful in the summertime, and I think that it is, you will probably encounter some annoyances. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. You heard me. Annoyances. Um, There are things that can really make being on the beach uh, become a pain in the ass. Not to mention the hazards that are there, but let me just talk about, you know, what I find to be annoying. I think the number one annoyance has to be people, especially if you're going on a holiday weekend. Oh my God, it is so crowded. But you know what? Even if it's not a holiday weekend, it is going to be mobbed at the beach. There's loud music playing. First of all, you have to try and find a spot, right? Because it's crowded. Then you're laying down on your towel and people are walking by. Their feet are flipping sand onto you. They're flipping sand onto your towel. They don't throw out their garbage. You know, they don't throw it away. They don't take it with them. They just leave it there. That's kind of disgusting. Or how about when maybe they have you know, just coming from the water or they're getting ready to leave and there's sand on their towel and they just take their towel and they start waving it in the air, shaking out their towels on on you, okay, so that you get all the sand that was on their towel. I am sorry, but that is freaking annoying. I have to say it. So the next thing that's really annoying when you go to the beach is obviously next sand, right? Sand. Basically, you know, no matter how you try, sand gets all over you. It gets all over your body. It's in your hair. Um, It gets in your car. When you're trying to leave, you got sand all over you. So it's getting into your car. It could get into your food if you're not careful. I mean, the sand. It's unavoidable, right? It's just an annoyance. It's an annoyance. But I mean, if you want to go to the beach, you got to deal with it. So the next annoyance at the beach would be cracked shells in the sand. Cracked shells in the sand. You have to be so careful when you're walking, right? You don't want to step on one of those things because that is going to hurt you. The next thing that's annoying, sand crabs. Do you ever like dig your feet in or, you know, you're making a sandcastle or sand crabs. They'll come and they'll bite you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not fun. How about seagulls when you're trying to eat some food and the seagulls are flying around and they want to come down and they want to take your food out of your hand? You know, they're flying down. And if you're not careful, 
they will take your food away. The next thing I think that's annoying when you go to the beach is if you're lying too close to the shore and the tide starts to come in. You know, you're not sitting there with a timer timing out when the tide is coming in. If you're not careful, you're going to get splashed. And you know, I mean, my daughter knows this all too well. She was at the beach, a big wave came and practically took all her stuff out into the ocean. So that is a giant annoyance. Now, let me just talk about the hazards that there can be at the beach. These are not just annoyances. These are actually things that can be dangerous at the beach if you're not careful. The first thing that is extremely dangerous is rip currents. You know, about 100 people die from rip currents yearly. What is a rip current? Well, they're powerful currents that push the water away from the shore and out to sea. And if you're not careful, they'll take you right along with them. Um, so that's something you have to really you have to really look out for is the rip currents, because even the most accomplished swimmer can get swept out into the open water. So what do you do if you get caught in a rip current? Well, what you should do is you should just let it take you out. Don't try to swim against it because you know you can't win. I mean, you're just going to end up tiring yourself out and then there's a good chance that you're going to drown. So you should just let it take you out. Also, you can obviously wave your hands and you know, get someone to come out and help you. But um, what you should do is you should swim parallel to the shore and eventually swim diagonally towards the shore and you'll come back towards the beach. So the next thing that is hazardous, this is an obvious one. It's the sun. I mean, sunburn, okay? Sunburn, heat exhaustion from the sun, heat stroke, dehydration, because, you know, you're just sweating and sweating. So I think you know, you really need to keep an eye on yourself and realize how long you can stay at the beach. Um, you have to use sunblock, have a uh, beach umbrella if you can, maybe wear a hat, you know, always have sunglasses, try to stay hydrated. That is so important to stay hydrated to avoid the heat exhaustion and heat stroke. And then if you are feeling, you know, any kind of way, you know, get with the lifeguard or get off the beach and into some air conditioning. The next thing uh, on our list of hazards is swimming without a lifeguard present. I mean, that one seems kind of, you know, obvious, but it's really important that you make sure that there is a lifeguard on duty when you're going to the beach because you don't want to get into trouble and then there's nobody there to help you. All right. The next one is pollution and poor water quality. So nothing says a bad day at the beach more than a mouthful of bacteria-ridden water. You know what I'm talking about? Because you are going to be so very sick from that. Discharge from boats, broken septic systems, petroleum, pesticides, all that delicious stuff sounds really, really good, right? Just want to get a big mouthful of it. And how about all the litter floating in the water, like plastics, metals, abandoned uh, fishing gear? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about stepping on some of those? I personally like to wear water shoes when I go to the beach. I guess, I mean, maybe that's corny. Maybe that's just, you know, nerdy. I don't know, but it just makes me feel better. So that's what I do. You can do whatever you want. It's up to you. The next hazard at the beach would be lightning. Yeah, lightning. 
every year, at least 33 people in the United States have been killed from lightning strikes on the beach. And, you know, lightning can strike from 12 miles away. If there's a storm coming in, you have to be aware. You really do. Um, If you hear thunder, get out of there, get into your car, get into a solid building, because you just don't know. The next hazard on the beach is jellyfish. Oh my God, that is definitely what I fear the most. They are so cute, like to look at when you go to the aquarium, you know, they're so cute. But, you know, you don't want to get stung by a jellyfish. Even if they wash up on the shore, they can still sting you if they're still wet. And even if one of their tentacles is torn off, if you step on it, you can also get a sting. So here's the advice that I dug up on that. If you should get stung by a jellyfish, don't put water on it. Actually, if you put vinegar on it, it's supposed to help with the wound. But I mean, really, who's walking around with vinegar, right? I mean, you could go home and put vinegar on it. Also, I mean, a lifeguard would have a first aid kit that would help you with that. And just so you know, um, you will see more jellyfish around the shore in August because it's their mating season. And um, that's always something that I, I was always aware of because I did grow up by the shore. And I know August, I hated going on the beach in August because they were just laying there on the sand. You had to be careful where you were walking. Really, that's an annoyance. That's an annoyance and a hazard. Okay. The next thing uh, is sharks. So, you know, it's, it's really rare to get attacked by a shark at the beach. They usually hang out in between sandbars or by, you know, big drop-offs where they feed. So um, I I wouldn't worry too much about it, but it is a hazard. And uh, right now, some beach patrols are using drones to locate sharks to make the water safer. As a matter of fact, um, just recently, One was used to find a shark swimming in the shallow waters of a beach in Alabama with a swimmer only several feet away. The guy wasn't attacked. He was able to move away from the shark, but it just goes to show how close we can get to, uh, to sharks and just not even realize it and, you know, how technology can really help us avoid being their next meal. So I think that's all I'm going to say right now about all the hazards at the beach. Although I am going to talk further about sharks because, you know, I think sharks get a bad rap. But before I get into that, I think you should know the shark bite capital of the world is actually in Florida. It's in uh, New Smyrna Beach, which is a little bit south of Daytona Beach. And um, your chances of getting bitten there are 10 times greater than anywhere else in the United States. How comforting is that? Another side note I would like to mention about Florida is that um, Florida also happens to be the lightning strike capital of the United States. Yeah, right. So if you're looking to get struck by lightning, head on down to Florida because they usually average about 223 lightning strikes per square mile. So I think that if I was uh, riding in a DeLorean in the state of Florida and moving faster than 88 miles per hour, I would be bracing myself for a possible time travel event because, like I said, 
getting hit with 1.21 gigawatts of electricity is a real possibility. I mean, I am just saying. Okay, so that's enough of the lightning talk. Now, let me get to the top five deadliest sharks that you never want to meet. Number five, sand sharks. Okay, they're in the warm waters. And most of these sharks you're going to find are very active at night. So far, there's been 36 attacks on humans from sand sharks. All right, next on our list of sharks to shun is the black tip shark. They're usually hanging out in the Gulf of Mexico or on the east coast of the United States, all the way from uh, Virginia to Florida. They're about five feet, they're 55 pounds and 41 non-fatal attacks on humans and they like to spin out of the water when they're feeding. Isn't that nice? And number three on our list of bad, bad, bad sharks is the bull shark. They're usually found off the east coast of the United States and the Gulf of Mexico. They also have been found in freshwater and they're very aggressive. There have been 117 attacks on humans from bull sharks and 25 were fatal. Number two, tiger sharks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're called tiger sharks because they have a dark stripe on their body that um, fades as they get older. They can be 10 to 14 feet in length and can weigh uh, 2,000 pounds or more. And again, like a lot of the sharks, they feed mostly at night. They are um, known to eat almost anything, living or not. They have 138 attacks on humans as their record, and 36 of those were fatal. And now for number one the great white shark. It's the most aggressive shark in the world with 333 attacks on humans and 52 of them were fatal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Peter Benchley really hit the nail on the head with that one. They are around 20 feet long and they hang around for about 70 years. Okay, 70 years. So if you're thinking that grandpa shark isn't going to make a meal out of you, um, you are mistaken because that boy's going to eat. And he don't have any dentures. He has all his teeth. Okay. So I just want to say right now that there are many different kinds of sharks. There are 37 different families of sharks and there are 500 different species. So there's, there's a lot of different sharks out there. I'm just naming the top five deadliest sharks. There are other deadly ones out there, but these are the top five. Now to restore the shark reputation, I'm going to name the top five harmless sharks that there are out there. That's not to say that they they wouldn't bite you, but they're really, um, basically they are harmless. Coming in at number five is the angel shark. And now the angel shark is flat. It looks a little like a stingray. Um, they kind of bury themselves on the bottom and kind of just hang around all day and again, hunt at night. Number four is the leopard shark found in the Pacific Northwest. They will swim close to the bottom. They eat crabs, clams, shrimp. They like muddy bays and estuaries, and they usually will swim away if they come across a human. 
All right. Number three is the basking shark. That is uh, the world's second largest fish. It grows to 36 feet. It weighs roughly four tons. They are filter feeders. They have very, very huge mouths and they take in about 200 gallons of water per hour. And their gestation period is three years. How about that, ladies? Three years. Uh, no. I'll pass. They are an endangered species and they're very passive. They often let divers swim with them. They really don't represent any kind of danger. Number two on the list of friendly sharks is the nurse shark. Now the nurse shark is really laid back. It's the easiest going of the sharks. The nurse shark likes to hang out at the bottom of the water. They move very slow. Again, they eat at night. They um, suck their dinner out of their shells nice. So it's a bad day to be clam if the um, nurse shark is around. The number one friendliest shark out there is the whale shark. The whale shark is um, the largest fish in the ocean. It grows over 40 feet long and it can weigh anywhere from 15 to 20 tons. That's a big boy, but they're very gentle. Um, they'll let a diver ride on them or swim with them. They filter feed on krill and plankton, and they're found in the open ocean mostly um, or by coastal warm waters. All right, so those are the top five harmless sharks, but I, I really feel like I have to mention two other sharks. One is the goblin shark. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen this shark. It's got a really, really long pointy nose, like a snout. And when it eats, its mouth comes like right out of its face. It looks like it sounds. It's scary. Um, the other shark is the Greenland shark. And the, the reason I mention them is because, first of all, they, you don't really run into them too much. They swim in extreme deep cold waters. But the reason I really mention them is because they can live up to 500 years old. 500 years old. That's uh, what half a millennium. So if you think about that, 500 years ago, um, it was the 1500s. Michelangelo was alive and you had explorers out there like uh, Vasco da Gama, Pizarro, Cortez. So, I mean, when you think about a, a Greenland shark, it could have been born at the time of Michelangelo and possibly could still be alive today. Just let that sink in for a minute. Okay, 500 years is a really, really long time. So that's the list of sharks. Okay, now let's look at how to avoid getting bitten by a shark. Well, first of all, don't swim around dusk, right? I mean, maybe that Chrissy Watkins from the Jaws movie should have paid attention to that rule because she'd be, you know, alive today, hypothetically speaking. Okay, well, we wouldn't really have a good movie. But anyway, yeah, so don't swim around dusk. Don't splash around too much because a shark might mistake you for a struggling fish. Also, don't wear a lot of shiny jewelry in the water because the light reflecting off of them could resemble the sheen of a fish. And that's a big no-no if you want to avoid sharks. Also, if you're menstruating or if you're bleeding from a wound, um, don't go in the water. If it's posted to not go swimming because there are sharks present, don't go in the water. If the water is murky, don't go in the water. 
don't swim around a sandbar or where the water drops off because that's where sharks go to feed. Also, you should try not to swim alone. I mean, some of these things are so obvious, it's ridiculous. And yet you'll find that there are going to be some people who are just going to disregard, you know, these things that can possibly uh, save their lives or, you know, keep them from getting a serious injury. I just want to repeat that your chances of getting bitten by a shark are relatively low. Even in Florida, the chances are slim, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't take precautions. The main thing is that when you go to the beach over the summer, you want to have a good time, you want to relax, but you also want to be safe. So when you hit the beach, you're going to see some flags that are going to tell you if the water is rough or calm. There are going to be signs posted to tell you what's in the water, um, if there are sharks in the water, if there's pollution in the water. So I would just say just pay attention to the signs so that you know whether you can go for a dip or not, you know, because you don't want your good time to turn into a, a tragedy. You know, you don't want to have an accident. You don't want to have, end up at the ER somewhere. I mean, the truth is the annoyances that you're going to encounter at the beach are not going to send you to the hospital. That is, of course, unless you get into a fight with some crazy people. And you know, that's not out of the realm of possibility at the beach because you just never know who you're going to run into. But that being said, I think you'll find that most people are just looking to have a good time themselves and they're pretty cooperative and you're not really going to have any issues. However, the hazards that I mentioned could send you to the hospital. And you know, that won't be a fun ending to the relaxing day you were looking forward to. So be aware, stay safe, and put on your water shoes or not and get on down to the shore. Have a great time and I will talk to you later.